Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to continue my series with Rudy Stinkowicz, and we're going to talk about his book, How to Get Rid and Prevent Swimming Pool Algae. And in this podcast, we're going to focus on green algae and go over some of the tips and pointers when you're dealing with a pool that has green algae in it. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. You mentioned in your book the different algae types. Let's talk a little bit about green algae and some of the most common things to do you know, if you're a pool pro and you get to pool green algae, what are you looking for to turn it around? Or what are some of the things you're looking for in the environment that contribute to it? Of course, the most obvious thing is the equipment running. You know, what's going on with the pool? Is there chemicals in there? What would be like if you just were if you showed up at a green pool, what would be the steps you would go through? Well, I'm going to tell you this. And for anybody who's listening, um, despite what goes viral on social media, if you throw a magic, a Mr. Clean magic eraser into your pool when you have a green algae problem, um, you probably shouldn't buy my book. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I'm I've just, seen that video. You know, so there's crazy. a, and she's got millions and millions of, you know, I called her. Okay. I called her on the phone and I talked with her. Um, maybe I texted, uh, it was a message. I don't remember. Uh-huh. a little while ago and I called her afterwards and I, and I spoke with her and she said you know I never said that it can cure an algae problem or like we're saying now algae symptoms she said I never said that it would take a swamp and turn it crystal clear what she told me was that she had actually you know just threw them in there she was didn't know what else to do hands up in the air and it cleared cloudy water I don't think it can do that either. I think it was probably coincidental, but the whole thing just took off and, into this big rolling thing. And there's a, a young woman who services swimming pools down in South Florida. She actually started doing some experiments to see it. She t- took jars of green algae and plopped the sponge in over and over again. And But one of the things she had done was also contacted um, – I think it's Procter and Gamble that owns okay. um, Mr. Clean label. She contacted them, and Mr. Clean actually responded to her. She asked this message stating that, you know, we've never tested this for that, nor do we recommend it. Uh-huh. So that's that's the thing there. But green algae is definitely one of the most common things that you run into, and I think it's the easiest to appear. I'm not going to say that it's always due to neglect, but a lot of times when you show up, if it's a pool that you've not maintained and you get a call from someone and you have to come out there because they have a green algae problem, you can almost count on the fact that there was some neglect involved. And in looking at some of these problems that can cause this green algae symptom, and some of these you already do, it could be flow rate, it could be does the filter need to be backwashed, right? We're not getting the right, correct circulation. It could be that there's not enough chlorine in the water. It could be uh, they don't mow their lawn. 
I've had that where I've had to go through almost with a machete at times to find the pool yeah. at people's houses, uh, plants growing into the pool. Um, I find that planters right up on the edge of the coping, you know, you say that you're jealous about the screen enclosures we have in Florida, but I'll tell you what, when I was going around as a pool service guy, there are a lot of houses that I'd get to, and it seemed like there were more plants inside the enclosure than there were outside of it. But folks like to put these planters up on the edge of their pool. And we do get torrential downpours. And when that happens, everything overflows out of the planter, all around it. But on the one side up against the pool, it all flows right into the pool. So now we're getting fertilizer into the water. We're creating a buffet, right? It's kind of like if you put out a spread on Sundays, the kids show up. It's the same thing. We're adding phosphates and nitrates to the water. We're making it more inviting to different types of algae. And of course, that's a battle. You need to move your planner. They don't want to move your planner. And a lot of times I have to make it, you know, if they don't move it, I would just say, sorry, I can't be your pool guy. Mm -hmm. But there were times where I had a customer who put one there and they were an existing customer. And then they end up with mustard algae or green algae in the water. And then you have to prove it to them. And I found the easiest way to do that is just take the skimmer basket out and show them all the little chunks of vermiculite that it caught that used to be in the potting soil. So a lot of it, you know, you have to, you're not there seven days a week, you know, you're there for what, 20 to 45 minutes, depending on the size of the pool. And in that time, you have to set it up so that it lasts a week, despite what the homeowner does to it. Like I said, green algae is all too common. Um, again, it enters through airborne spores into the water. It looks for opportunities. It's also one of the easiest to eradicate. <clears throat> if you catch green algae right at the beginning, an elevated chlorine level can usually take it out. Yeah, and I think in the in the book you talk about some cautions about cleaning up a green pool, and I always want to always emphasize these because if you can't see the bottom of the pool, you definitely don't want to throw your vacuum system in there because you could pick up something to break the, the propeller. You can also, if it's a vinyl or fiberglass pool, scrape the bottom. You know, I found mm -hmm. I've had green pools with bricks on the bottom. Kids throw them in there. Because it's green and they're like, hey, look, it's splashing. And they throw everything into the pool. Um, and there's been guys in my group that found lawn furniture in the bottom of a green pool sitting on the bottom. So you don't know what's in there, right? So you got to be careful. No, another problem is, is if you're using those self-contained vacuums you're talking about that have the bag on the top, right? I don't yeah. know if you have somebody that sponsors you and you want to drop a name. That's up to you. But if the ones that have the bag on the top, yeah. if you put them into a pool with a large amount of algae, the algae actually coats the inside of the bag. And then the cleaner starts to float. That's one problem. It doesn't pick anything up, but eventually that bag just pops right off. Yeah. And if you have a pool that you can't see in, now you got to find your bag. And that's not always the easiest yeah. thing to do. It can Every take $30, a right? Right. So there's that. I mean, back in um, 2008, we had a little bit of a recession. And one of the things that I did to keep my business rolling, again, pool service at the time, was I started to make relationships with realtors and bankers and started taking on uh, foreclosed properties. Initially, I would go to bid, but then I started you know, winning a lot of the bids. And I, I did quite a few of those. Um, the cool thing about it is then when the house sells, you get introduced to the new homeowner as the expert that knows the pool. And as long as it's not a flip house, you usually get to retain that customer. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. Flip houses are different. They want to do it themselves because they want to save as much money as possible. So they don't usually typically keep the pool person, the pool professional, pool guy or pool woman. But it, it is a good opportunity and there is good money in it. But it, it's uh, definitely a different green to clean process. Yeah. We had one that the worst one I had, seven years untouched, final line pool. We called it the tilapia pool. The reason we called it the tilapia pool was because a couple of years before we actually got this pool, the neighbors started complaining about it. Of course, the house was abandoned for this whole time, seven years. The neighbors were complaining about it. So the city came out and put tilapia fry, which is just little itty bitty baby tilapia, into the water to eat the mosquito larva. When we got out there, we're pulling out 10 to 12 inch fish in this pool. <laughs> so <laughs> thus we named it the tilapia pool. And there's, there's more to it. We broke like, I don't know, five or six telepoles scooping out what was in that pool as well. It was just, it was uh, probably the worst one, but like it fits into the green to clean category. If you're out there, whether it's something that just turned green or something that is a complete outright swamp that's been green for years, uh, green algae can come in many forms as well. And like you said, you, you gave them different ratings. I would always look at it, you know, sometimes you have, whether or not I could see the bottom was huge. And that's basically how I would handle which direction I was going to go in combating green algae. And of course, a lot of that depends on how long the body of water has been green. Now, unfortunately, most of your homeowners are going to say it was fine yesterday, which is wrong because that can't happen overnight. It just can't. Um, it might have been cloudy yesterday, cloudy green, cloudy and greenish yesterday before it turned green, but it wasn't clear. Uh, so whether or not it's growing on the walls, whether or not it's just floating on the surface like planktonic, right, like plankton floating around, or uh, if the entire body of water is green, or if it's clear but there's green across the floor, I'll take different. I mean, if it if the water is clean and the algae is just green and all across the floor, chances are I might just go back that to waste before I treat the water. Get it out of the pool, and I know it's microscopic and there'll still be some in there, but you know what? I just took out a huge chunk of that problem, and I don't have as much to treat now, so. I was going to say, too, you know, if the customer has a green pool or you do a house where they move into and it's green and you, you turn it around, you're the hero. I mean, your, your pool service, is you can do anything for a long time. You're going to have a lot of brownie points, you know, so... I think turning a green pool is a, a great way to, to kind of get your prop yourself up to be this, you know, pool man hero. Um, so definitely that's a, that's a key. And, and a lot of times you're right. And a lot of when somebody does call you because and they're not your regular customer and somebody calls and says, hey, I have a green pool. And you know this because you get it also. It's you're you're not always the first person they called. You know, I've had two other pool guys out here. I've spent you know, this many hundreds of dollars on it. And it, then you truly are a hero if you can get it fixed. Yeah. So, sure. but keep in mind that might not be true either because homeowners sometimes lie. <laughs> they really? do because you hear, yeah, they do. <laughs> and so maybe there was nobody else out. It definitely wasn't clear yesterday. And you know what? They probably aren't having a party on Saturday. <laughs> so that's... <laughs> Well, we can we can end this one here with this debate. I get this all the time in the group. Is it better to flock a green pool or chemical turn turn around with but choose the mass of chlorine? What's the better method? You know, one I go through that 
a little bit more in depth in the book. But number two, it really depends on what you're looking at. Like you said, as far as gauging the problem, if I flock a green pool, I know I can do it quickly and it's extremely inexpensive, but I know I have to come back the next day and then I have to back to waste. And then, you know, I'm only going to lose two or three inches of water and a back to waste. So I'm not really even concerned about the time it takes to top it off. The homeowner can do that. But then there are other times where I can just elevate the chlorine level and maybe that that's sufficient. You know, I'm kind of a minimalist. I talk about everything and and all the different paths and it's a lot it's all you know based off of my experience and such but it, there's times that you do different things so and i'm also huge proponent of you know the person that's maintaining the pool choosing their own protocol as well because what works best for you david is what works best for you mm-hmm. i can tell you what works best for me it doesn't mean it's going to be the best scenario for you I think the easiest way to find the book for purchase is to go to Rudy's website, cpoclass.com. Again, that's cpoclass.com. And right from the homepage, you're going to see a little image of the book to the right. Click on that, and that'll take you to Amazon, and you can definitely purchase the book there. It's $29.99 currently at this recording, or $9.99 for the Kindle version. And I highly recommend the book. There's just so many great things in there that will help you with pools with algae, And we touched on a lot of this in these podcasts, but I think reading the book and having it as a reference definitely going forward is really a great way to become that expert on swimming pool algae. Also on his homepage, you're going to see a link to his algae prevention and eradication specialist certification course. Click on that also, and he's going to probably update it continuously on when the next online courses are. Um, But definitely you want to check out the algae course that he offers along with the book. I think they're both really great resources for you there. And if you're interested in the other episodes in this series that I recorded with Rudy, you can see those in the description of this podcast, or you go to my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, on the banner, click on the podcast show icon, and from there it'll take you to the hosting site, and you can scroll and click on whichever episode you want to listen to in this series on swimming pool algae. And if you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business, definitely consider my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining there, including a discount on your general liability insurance. And of course, if you're struggling with pools at algae, I can definitely help you with those. Again, you can learn more at PoolGuyCoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week. God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash poolguy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash poolguy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.